Greetings, adventurer. Gather by the fire and hear my tale of three bold adventurers and the perils they face. Welcome to Three for Adventure, a Pathfinder podcast, episode 29, The Return of the Grindy Bros. Ah, fancy seeing you again, fair traveler. Here aboard this ship, as we sail through these pirate-infested waters. Come, sit with me, and I will tell thee a story of the Grindy Bros. Let's see. Where last I left off, the Grindy Bros had defeated a dark wizard in the town of Coralt. This tale takes place a few months after that. Thanks to their exploits, the roads to Coralt had been clear of bandits, trolls, goblins, and murderous sheep, so trade with neighboring towns had increased. Though the townsfolk of Coralt still found their protectors odd, and at times antisocial, they appreciated the changes to the town. Manus of Crankor, the paladin of Brandon, negotiated with the help of Sola, the catfolk sorcerer, an accord with Tufty, the squirrel god of the Coralt Forest, in exchange for a total ban on hunting squirrels, punishable by death. The squirrels would harvest the vast amounts of wild nuts, and after they had taken their share, they would supply the town with its newest and most popular export, Coralt Roasted Nuts Mix. With the nut money steadily rolling in, and thanks to Manos's parents' connections, the town also acquired a blacksmith and a professional prostitute. We begin this adventure at the Grindy Bros' home, two modest cottages which face each other, surrounded by a low stone wall. A sign next to the front gate reads, Grindy Bros., professional local heroes. And we also find a carriage waiting on the road as Manos of Crankor prepares to leave for his childhood home, Crankor Manor. This right here is Manos' home, which he shares with his daughter. This right here is Sola's house. And this junky area down in the corner... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah. it's Elijah's, that's Elijah's hut yeah, where he makes all this stuff yeah it seems appropriate for Elijah so basically it is early morning Manos- I mean, where else would I make my meth um, omniscient narrator slash puppeteer yeah exactly <laughs> where else can you make your I'm not gonna, I'm gonna ignore the meth part but where <laughs> else are you gonna what, where else are you gonna be able to do this stuff so um, there's a carriage out front 
Manos has received a message that he's needed desperately at home. So he and Quinn are going to return home. He thinks that this is going to be a good opportunity for either Quinn to join a school or just learn more about the family heritage. So he is off. And um, the first thing he's going to introduce is this nice lady. I, and I, we can start we can start RPGing whenever you want. Gentlemen, it is time for me to take my leave of you. Goodbye, Quinn. Become the little assassin that I know you are. <laughs> I will. I mean, <laughs> what? Um, Tufty will just stare. <laughs> Tufty will stare. Bye, then... Elijah. Look. Look, I totally can make meth. Like, I, yeah, we don't have suit of fed. But we like we have cat piss. <laughs> what the fuck? It's not an exact science making meth. Okay. Sorry, the voice is in my head. Bye, Sorry. bye, Quinn. Bye. Keep up your... Hey, I leave me with easy jets, why don't you? It's not my decision. Bye, bye, <laughs> gentlemen. I will not leave you short-staffed. I have hired a woman from town who will um, take care of things for you, clean up. Make sure you guys don't destroy things, run errands, things of that oh, nature. That poor woman. Just, just you. Hello! Also, <laughs> before you go, before you go, Manos, I feel like there's there's an elephant in the room that we need to discuss. Like you guys all know it. Why aren't you any of you talking about the tentacle that grew out of my chest now? I Y'all didn't looking want at to it. Bring it up. We've gotten so used to things growing out of you all the time. <laughs> Elijah has a tentacle now, so I wanted to establish that. <laughs> All right. Well, that's great. I'm so happy that you've grown a tentacle. I didn't. I didn't know if it was something that you'd be happy about. You. You've I'll been be walking. honest. Yeah. It, it was. It's. It's fucking itchy as fuck. I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe it's eczema or something. But man, it, it's really useful in making the potions. Like, well, I thought having uh, four arms was great, but having five even better. Yes. Well, uh, Mrs. Badbladder here will help you with any of your tentacle needs. Wait, I swear I wait, will! I'll wait, help time you! Out. Time out. Her name is Badbladder. Her name is Mrs. Miggins. My name's Mrs. Badbladder! I'll clean up after you. I've, I've lived in Corona all my life. All the Badbladders have. <laughs> Wizzy! That's just... Makes you miss so my voices, doesn't it? No. <laughs> oh, cool block, <laughs> so well, my my place doesn't really need cleaning. That's I look at like Manos. Manos so no. I look at go. Manos and I just walk up to it. I'm like, don't leave me here, please. please I am so sorry. I would take you with me, but we'd come back to a smoldering hole if I left Elijah here by himself. Yeah, he he is he is he is 80% probably correct on that one. <laughs> I have enlisted the help of our good friend Tufty of the Forest to replace me in case anything bad should happen. Bandits, dragons, things of that nature. He's a very so, capable capable squirrel. Okay, so basically he's here to he's here to guard Elijah is what you're saying. <laughs> the most obvious. Okay. I'm here to guard y'all. Oh, look, my... in seven months, I've only burned down like three like that. You know, yeah, I'll admit that's why I'm in the hut now, because, you know, I got a little drunk and made some alchemist fire. 
And then Which, the other house burned see, down. I, there's something I need to give to Elijah. Elijah, this was delivered this morning. I asked my parents to have it created, knowing full well that you would be left with Tufty and you can't understand a word he says. So I am giving this to you. It was very expensive. Please don't lose it. Wait a minute. Right. Just, the instructions, I'm giving it to the wrong person. Pretty much. Fine. <laughs> you don't get anything. I walk over uh, to Tufty. Tufty. Hey! We had our communications problems, and I had this made especially small. It's more of a ring on a regular human, but on you, it should fit just fine. It's called a circlet of speaking. It'll allow you to speak to anyone, and they will be able to comprehend what you say. Oh, good. I'll be able to talk to idiots now. That's right, and they heard everything you just said. <laughs> oh, I liked it when he was just a gibbering little rodent. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm giving you all the stuff you need to know in the chat. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, Sola, I did not forget you. I know that you've come to depend on me to smash things that you can't melt or destroy or ram magic missiles up its pooper. Ah. So, just in case things get well out of hand... I also had something constructed for you, which was equally expensive, which is one of the other reasons I have to go home... Largely because my father wants to know what all of this money is for. <laughs> Just tell him you're building a town for yourself. Yeah, tell him you're a nut baron now. I'm a nut baron. You're just <laughs> spreading your nuts all over the place. <laughs> Did my thing go? I was going to say, what chat? There it is. There, it is. there you just go. Just a splash of... Of Manos branded. I reach into my pocket and I hand him a ring. Here you are, Sola. Wear it in good health. And here are the instructions that came with it. And I hand him a small book. (laughs) (laughs) And on the cover of the book, it says Gloria's Wrath. This will allow you to conjure a spiritual weapon, a replica of Gloria's Wrath. Look, we've talked about this. That's not the shit in well. Shut up, voice. <laughs> and there you go. There, There's what you need for that. Sweet. <laughs> well, I'm off. Elijah, please, please. I know you. you I kind of keep you in check. And you've uh-huh. said on several occasions that I'm kind of the moral center of the party. And if I should ever disappear. You really, you, truly are. We would yes. we would immediately devolve into degeneracy. Oh dear God! <laughs> I I think I even told you I I'd give it less than five minutes before Look, we like, chose this, Jason. We've got we've we've got a pretty good life here, don't we? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Please don't burn it down. But, you know, sometimes the voices it's just okay. so loud. Especially I, the shit voice. These bloody idiots. They're leaving this place in these the bloody idiots' hands. Tufty, I, boy, you know what? We negotiated a truce with the with the town. When I come back, I am going to set you up with so much money. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can use that in the trees, eh? Yeah, but you can use it in town. No one's going to no one's gonna harm a hair on your head or suffer <laughs> the wrath of Manos. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Are you a commie, squirrel? Well, enough. The free market. Uh, okay. <laughs> enough of this. I am off, gentlemen. I, I literally look at Manos with pleading eyes, and I'm just like, 
Hurry back. Don't soon. you use that kitten face on me. It's not going to work. I give him full. I give him full on puss in boots. I'm just there picking something out my teeth. Like a piece of broccoli. So I've been listening to this guy in the town square, like Sargon of Akkad. Like he makes a lot of good points about the about the the Jews. All right, um, you can knock him unconscious if you want. So I'm just, <laughs> I've got to go home. My father was very vague about the troubles he's having. Like Elijah just becomes alt right as soon as fucking man. Oh dear God! <laughs> I climb hurriedly, climb into the carriage, and it trots away as quickly as possible. I'm just gonna say now you know what well, I've had to deal with. The fact oh, yeah. that's literally galloping. It's rushing. Yeah. <laughs> Quinn waves goodbye as it leaves. You make an interesting point, voice. I can't see any cons and not shit in the well. <laughs> and carriage disappears into the forest, and now you're left with Mrs. Bad Bladder. Right, let's get some things right on the table. <laughs> I don't take orders from you, Mr. Pussycat, or from you, Mr. Blowy Up. That's right, Hen. You take it from me. Oh, ah, you know right where my kinks are, don't you? <laughs> Damn right. This is just weird. Yeah, Angus, could you say that again, but more sexually aggressive? <laughs> I kind of no. just walk <laughs> past Mrs. Blackbird. You, you take it from me. As you're, just... walking, as you're walking towards your house, all three of you, all four of you, including Mrs. Bad, Bad Bladder, <laughs> Hear something odd approaching from, well, it seems like everywhere. A uh, kind of low, rumbling buzz. Uh, a buzz that seems familiar, but wrong somehow, like deeper. And like there's thousands of them. I All literally... louder and louder. I oh. literally just sigh and go, oh, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Almost as if it had been waiting for Manos to leave. <laughs> Seriously, just one whole day is all I had. To be fair, Solo, you had seven months. Peace. It's that noise. Over the horizon, you see what appears to be a dark cloud rising higher and higher into the sky. And from that dark cloud, three three to four objects break off from it and start flying directly at all of you. Did you all just find Mrs. Bad Planner? I was heading towards my house, and then... Oh, look! Flying things in the sky! Right, that's none! Yeah, you know what? Okay, crazy, 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 uh, crazy helper lady, get in the house. Get, get in the house, <laughs> just pick up. She goes into the house as the sound gets louder and louder. You're and not supposed to take closer. orders from him! And <laughs> the house! Notice that one of the objects appears to be larger and rounder, while the other ones seem to be slimmer and uh, have wings. And one of the things breaks off and flies very, very close and goes over you and then stops right in front of you. I feel like and I should be buffing right see, now. What you see is this. Well, a creature that you can't readily identify. <laughs> well, that's nightmares. That's Titanic. That's kind of Kind of like a wasp, but with a tentacle body for an abdomen. It kind of looks at all of you, and then it speeds off again, back to the group that's approaching. 
Now, I, if anybody would like to roll a perception before the big bad shows up, that might give you some time to prepare. I literally yeah. look at Matt and I'm like, what the fuck did you do? <laughs> uh, I'm going to roll, I'm gonna roll um, some knowledge nature. Okay. I haven't fucked with bees. I've only fucked with scorpions and centipedes. Um, I'll roll perception as well. I'm probably going to start <laughs> buffing as well. Yeah. That seems... That seems rather reasonable, like, thing to do. <laughs> well, that was a six. I don't see shit. Oh, there we go. Does okay. anyone know what one of them bloody things is? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm going to try... I'm enjoying so much bringing out the Scots accent. I believe... I believe we've entered the realm known as Australia, and that is one of God's <laughs> nightmares. <laughs> Okay, one you of know, the. Jason, I'm gonna try. Yes, go for Jason, it. Jason, before. Could I try a knowledge nature? I just tried it and I failed, so yeah. go ahead. Yeah. I'll try perception. Well, I have plus 10. Go for God it. Damn, for only 14 again. Oh, wait. This, no, you'll this, notice this, that you, you can see that it's purple. <laughs> uh, sorry, my original role was apparently a perception. I'll roll nature now. Okay, there you go. Oh, that's not too bad. You recognize, you recognize that it is definitely the upper half is wasp, but giant wasp. That it has a wingspan of about 20 feet. So it's not like a typical wasp. And you also notice that its abdomen is fucked up. It's got things that you couldn't have possibly ever seen in the forest. You have nothing to associate it with. Right, what a little bastards is a wasp, but it's a bit big, you can. There it's got goes. bloody great wings, but fuck knows what the rest of it is. <laughs> okay, the thing that has broken off from the other group, the other, the, the rest of them are kind of hovering back. It breaks off and it lowers down and stops right by the gate. And stays there for a oh. second. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Great! It's a beholder. Well, buff and sound. No, buff no! This is Pathfinder. Not only, not only is it a beholder, but it is a full-grown beholder. No, it this is, is Pathfinder. Creepy. There are no beholders in Pathfinder. <laughs> there are. <laughs> yeah, it, technically there can be. You can convert them into Pathfinder. So twenty feet in diameter, purple. Someone, someone roll a, someone roll a perception check. Someone roll a, a knowledge or a knowledge nature check on it. Really, oh, we no. need. Uh, uh. I, no. I rolled an eleven for a perception. You know what, I'm gonna, nature. Okay, I'm so. I'm gonna try arcane instead. Oh yeah. Okay, what you notice is that he is just as just as powerful as a typical beholder, but you've noticed that his, all of his eyes glow green. Typically, you know that a beholder has different power effects on each stock, and so each eye stock has a different eye color, but all of them are green, and all of them are pointed at you. Like, Nick. at... At, at, at Elijah. <laughs> Elijah, you Elijah. are the only one that knows this. So are you going to tell us? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going to tell you guys. I'm also going to be like, look, I'm pretty sure I would remember if I pissed off a fucking beholder. 
it opens Let's calm the fuck down here, dude. It opens its mouth, and a voice emanates from it. Its, it's lips do not move, but a voice emanates from the mouth, and it says, And then oh, it looks shit. at the other two and says, The back up and then it kind of drifts back off and you'll notice that as it starts drifting back up to the group something weird starts happening to it it's like it starts to melt like it's starting to disintegrate perception check there's this weird juju shit going on oh yeah I just rolled good for that one okay you'll see Uh, I'm gonna make an Arcana check because it seems to be. I mean, it is a magical creature, so. Okay. And there we go. Twenty-four. Your perception. You started to notice that the eye stalks were the first things to drop off, as if they weren't needed anymore, and that his body is literally starting to rot from the outside. Um, It's still maintaining its flight. It's still going back up to the other octa wasps and it's but as it goes it seems to be deteriorating faster and faster sola what you've noticed is that though it is as powerful as a full-grown fully powered um beholder that its power seems bound somehow not by magic it's almost as if it is trying desperately to use it for its normal intended purposes but can't and you're starting to also see that his power, his magical powers, are dissipating rapidly. Yeah. Almost as if it knows that it's about to die. It flies um, up. I relay it, this to the team. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, Here, what we pissheads know a thing like it is meant to be, eh? Oh, what? boy, I gave you a circlet of speaking, dude. <laughs> Not all of us. That came out in common. Not all of us grew up in on an island. You're gonna have to try and try hard, bro. That came out in common. <laughs> no, yeah, what it came out in common, but it came out in yours. It came out in your version of common. <laughs> As the beholder reaches the other octo wasps, it looks like it says something to them. You can't really hear it because they're way up in the air, and then it just kind of melts away, just kind of drops away its skull as it's falling towards the ground. It kind of evaporates into the air and, and dissipates. So there's nothing left of this thing. But one of the octowafts from the main group flies down and you see that it's carrying something in its tentacles. And as it gets closer, you recognize that what's carrying in its tentacles is a human, or at least what you think is a human. And without stopping, it flies directly at you and releases the human, and he lands on his feet with a thud directly in front of all of you. What he kind t- of Marvel three-point landing bullshit? <laughs> hey, it's a hero landing. Yeah, it's a hero <laughs> landing, so yeah, back off. <laughs> the, the fighter is dressed in kind of a... 
horrible parody of Manos. He carries an axe. He's got a shield. He's got a cape. But he's also got a helmet. And despite the fact that he looks pretty much typically human, you'll also notice that he has the same glowing green eyes as the Beholder had. And he kind of regards all of you. He doesn't look like he's necessarily uh, angry. He doesn't seem to have any kind of emotional state at all. But he regards all three of you. And you notice that he also seems to have these kind of metal half uh, half domes on his chest. About three or four of them on his chest. And they seem to be secured to his chest, like it's going through his armor and actually pinning his oh armor my God, directly it, to his body. It's fucking Betty from fucking Kung Pao. <laughs> I don't even... Oh, brother. So, it's a fight you want, is it? A fight is what is preferred. It says. Okay, but wait. Hold on. Why are we being tested exactly? I don't have that information. So, you want a fight, but what if we don't give you one? Then I will fight you. That That is not... That's not a fight. That is just massacre and murder. And I like my body. I don't know massacre and murder. It's, it's but my I body. But I like you. It's my body, my choice, and I don't want to fight. I just want to know why you're here right now, disturb, disrupting my peace that I was having. I don't have answers to those questions. That sounds like a personal problem, and I need to speak to your manager. Enough talking, more fighting. I'm going to start drinking. I'm to fight. I'm going to start drinking potions now. Someone fight me. You said fighting was preferable. I prefer to find out who your manager is. If you could just go in the back and find him, please. Thank you. I don't know half the words that are coming out of your mouth. Look, I fought. Ah, see. So you want a fight? Well, I hear... This is only true, is fight. Okay, guys. I hear Mrs. Bad Button fights well. Stop. What? What? No. What? No. Okay, I, I have an idea. Between potion chugs, I'm gonna try something. I'm gonna try something. I'm gonna try something dumb. Where's okay? So it's a plus four. Okay. I'm gonna get off uh, dumb. I see that. I'm gonna. Oh ready shit! My I was gonna bluff him. I was gonna. I was gonna bluff him and, and be like. Well, what is a fight? Like you do know you have to declare what you're doing before you do it, right? Oh yeah, true. (laughs) Uh, I was gonna bluff, but yeah. This guy. Um, guy, I'm guessing we are. We're quite an autistic person here. I'm guessing we're gonna roll initiative now. Yes, you are. (laughs) Also, I want to make it clear. I said I was. I was cranking. You're cranking potions. Yeah, I was cranking potions. He did. Say when that. did you say you were doing that? He did, did he say that? Yeah. He did. Oh, okay. So uh, this is a twenty-two I'm for my initiative. I'm sure I did get all of them down. This is Tufty's initiative. Okay. And Dom's is just about to come up. Once I find where the fuck it is. There's mine. 
Dom is 18. Okay, so who do we have in the order? It is... Yours is 21, right? Uh-huh. Well, Tufty okay. says, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ah, yeah. like, I am not doing good tonight in terms okay, of... Okay, so... There is... What did you roll? Oh, my God. Okay, so it's you... Now that's my buffed, that's my buffed initiative, too, so... Yeah, um, there we go. Solo, you rolled a 22, right? Yeah. Okay, I need to change that, then. Okay. All right. Pass the duchy upon her left hand side. No, wrong. <laughs> Fine. Oh, I mean, why, pass why is this Pass upon her right hand side. Is this Brandon bullshit? Is this like all Brandon's doing? Why would Brandon do this to you? I don't know. Why like, wouldn't Brandon, he? Yeah, why He's a god that doesn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, this totally seems like something like Brandon would do. It's like I'm gonna give the party a test when the one character who actually believes in me leaves. <sighs> oh, this is a total Brandon move. Okay, there we go. All right, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those of you that are seeing what I see, the turn order just shows zeros. How do I add numbers to it? You click on it. Oh, I click on the number? Uh-huh. Oh, there we go. Look at that. <laughs> also, we can our, we ourselves can also add the numbers as well. Oh, Wait, why did... Why did... Oh, yeah, we oh, can. Oh, yeah, we on. can. I didn't know that. Add your numbers. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> yeah, you're pretty... You're, yeah, you're not... You're not in a good place. <laughs> Oh, we are and not. Jason got a 10, but apparently he's 0 now. No, I'm getting there. There. There we go. Okay, so, Sola, you're up. I cast Vanish. <laughs> <laughs> Good play. GG. GG, Nick. Now I grow weary, and the sun has started to rise. Return to me another night, brave traveler, for more of the tale. Until then, fare thee well. Three for Adventure is a Lemmy Listen podcast production, with Angus MacDonald, Scarce Coherence, Jason Harding, and Matt. Produced by Angus MacDonald and Jason Harding. With music by Kevin MacLeod. You can find more Lemmy Listen podcasts at our website at www.lemmylistenpodcasts.com. If you like what we do, please support us on Patreon at patreon slash lemmylisten. And thanks for listening.